Hello, everybody, and welcome to Engaged in Rec. Karina here, and I'm really excited today because I have a special guest. Her name is Jen Tyndall, and she's the owner and programmer of Art Your Service, which is an outside-of-the-box creative aging program. She's also been featured on C City TV, Marilyn Dennis Shows, uh, City TV, and the Toronto Star. Welcome. Thanks, Karina. Lovely to be here. I'm so excited to have you here because I've been looking at your website and you have a lot of different programming options available. Can you tell me a little bit about yourself and your background working with seniors? Yes, for sure. I actually, my background is in arts programming and not in seniors, but I mean, there was some senior interaction there. For over a decade, I worked at Harborfront Centre, downtown Toronto, and I, where I was an arts programmer. And there I worked in book clubs and I facilitated workshops and art workshops for the public, and a lot of those that public were seniors. So when I left Harborfront Centre of 2017, I wanted to start my own business and I wanted to work with seniors because I really enjoyed doing that. So I started trying to figure out how I could put those two things together. And I got really interested in creative aging. And I went to New York City and did a, a week long, wonderful workshop there on creative aging. And there I gleaned a whole bunch of different ideas about what I wanted to do. And when I came back and I moved to Durham actually, just after that, and I knew there was a lot of senior residences around here. And uh -huh. I thought, you know, maybe I could bring some way I could instill more arts into the daily programming. Because at the same time, um, an aunt of mine was looking around for assisted living. And so we were going around, and with my arts programming eye, I was looking at these activity calendars. And a lot of them were fantastic. I mean, I get it. Like, people, there's one person, and they have to entertain all these people, and there's not a lot of time, and there's not a lot of money. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, maybe I could just, you know, add programs or bring people in just to enhance these calendars and to give people that are working in these homes a break and the seniors some, some you know, fresh ideas, for example. So my original idea was to bring arts into retirement homes and communities. And uh, while I was doing that, um, I did some market research. And so I was asking people like, this is a wonderful idea. We'd love this idea, but yeah. it's, not, it's not feasible. You know, like we don't have the budget for that. We don't have a budget to pay for all these people to come in, especially because right. I have these grandiose ideas. I'd bring arts, I'd bring musicians, I'd bring uh, theater, all this stuff. And they said, well, we don't, we don't have this extra money and you're going to burn yourself out trying to figure out how to make a living out of this. Uh -huh. and I was like, oh, okay. So I was back to the drawing board. And um, a couple of people said, well, why don't you put these ideas in like a box and sell it? And I was like, what? I'm going to do that. I mean, it's completely um, not something feasible to me. I hadn't thought about that. So then I did more market research and I found out that I just, you know, I couldn't do my original idea. And then I started thinking about, hey, maybe I should put something in a box. <laughs> so, yeah. I so I did a program called Cultivating Gratitude. And that came out three years ago now. And time is meaningless now because I don't know. The pandemic has screwed with my time. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but um, so I brought out this box and I uh, beta tested it at a, a TRO conference. And in this uh, program, it's called Cultivating Gratitude. It had activities and conversation starters that you could use with seniors in order to naturally help them feel better. And I was using all this um, research that has been recently done in the last like 10 years on gratitude and how gratitude can actually change the gray brain matter in you and how just by you know thinking of something that you're grateful for can instantly make you feel better. So 
Um, I have activities like unexpected acts of kindness and uh, writing thank you cards and just different conversation starters that you can use and just to turn the mind into a more positive light. So I beta tested it at the TRO, Therapeutic Recreation of Ontario, sorry, uh, mm -hmm. conference. And 12 people took it back to their retirement or long-term care homes and beta tested it for me. And on that feedback, I saw that it was something they really enjoyed doing with their residents. And so with that proof of concept, I produced it and I've sold them for, they're all over across North America now, which is great. And I was going to, my original idea was that I would be, I would be, I would be uh, going to do a series of different programs in a box and sell them almost like a subscription service. So right. that was the original trajectory. And then when the pandemic hit and everybody's favorite word pivot happened, um, <laughs> all the retirement homes are released around me, their budget for things like my, what I was selling was were closed down because they needed those, those funds because they didn't actually know what was going to happen. Like maybe they would need it for nursing or maybe they would need these, these funds for other things. Yeah, and absolutely. And so I had to sort of think about what else I could do. And then um, we were also doing events for seniors and we had done this event at the art gallery here in Oshawa and we had, it was a day event and we had musicians come in, we had uh, dance instructors, we had a curated art talk and people were bussed in from retirement homes and local seniors came. And it was all this wonderful event and we were gonna do those also on the side. And uh, we, had a, we had talks with Union Station even to do a big one for seniors month. Wow. Actually this time, uh, yeah. last year. <laughs> so, but that, of course that didn't happen. So with all that in mind, we thought we'd do a virtual event. And we called it the golden hour. And it was actually a month ago tomorrow that we did it. And it was virtual. And we had um, an Elvis impersonator come in from Windsor. We'll zoom in. We had a, a dance experience. We had a music therapist. And I did a little bit about cultivating gratitude. And it was just over an hour. And we had a visit to an artist studio. It was all virtual. And we had like two, 300 people showed up. It was hard to tell That's because we were amazing. And they were just had the, the camera. But the feedback was wonderful. And I, asked, and I figured out that I knew that seniors were willing to take that leap with technology in order to connect. So I was like, mm -hmm. huh. So I had all these kind of things running around my brain. Like I had uh, the art programming of my past. And I also did a lot of event, event scheduling, special events there at Harborfront Center. And then I had my seniors ideas and my original idea of bringing art and music and therapy and all those things into people to seniors in their homes could be actualized virtually. So right. I did my first pilot in July of virtual classes and socials for seniors. And I offered two classes a day, five days a week. And the morning was always is, is always a movement or fitness class. And the afternoon is a creative or social or both class. And when I did my pilot for a week, I had 15 dedicated seniors that came to everything. And they let me know that that was a proof of concept. They were enjoying it. And they felt so good to be connected with people, even if it was virtually. So in August, I went full time. And I've been going ever since. And we've done just over 400 sessions so far. Wow. They're all recorded. That's so in great. Our members go back to them all the time. Wow. I know that yeah. at the beginning of the pandemic, when everybody had to, as you said, pivot to the virtual programming. Um, it took a lot for me to teach residents um, how to use yeah. the Zoom programming. Mm -hmm. um, and But once they did, they really enjoyed it. 
And yeah. so that's amazing that you are getting the participation levels that you are getting right now. It just show, goes to show that lifelong learning, like seniors can continue learning forever. Yeah. And that's the great thing about uh, creative aging in itself. And like a lot of my seniors came for, maybe they came to do Pilates or they came to do yoga or they came to just to get their fitness in. And they're now, because it was little buy-in, they're already getting these links into their mailbox every day. They're like, okay, well, maybe I'll try painting. Maybe I'll uh -huh. try uh, poetry. Maybe I'll try, uh, check out this book club. And it's just, they don't have to get in their car and go somewhere and risk all of that stuff. They can just kind of try it out. And they love it. And I, I can't tell you how many of the seniors have said, I've, I haven't painted since I was a kid or since I was in high school and I'm loving it. And they have, and they send me pictures. We always have artists of the week. And then so, cause I, every morning I send out an email with the zoom links and like the yeah. big button. So they just have to press them. So it's very accessible. It's very accessible. And then in those emails, I always put um, photographs of people's art that they've sent me. And it's wonderful. And it just warms my heart. And then and so, they feel so proud probably. They really do. Oh, they really do. It's great. Yeah. So just, just the fact that that would, that they, they had this undiscovered talents that they didn't know they had is just amazing. And that's a great, that's kind of the keystone to creative aging is like mastering a new skill because you're, it's so good for your brain and your, your mood and your spirit and all those things just to be able to, you know, try something challenging and, and, and studies have showed that even doing art and not being all that successful at it, just the enthusiasm of doing it makes you feel better. So it's right. just, yeah. It's just, yeah, I was just thinking yeah. that people that are joining in the morning for their fitness classes, I'm sure some of the um, seniors are talking about, oh, I can't wait for this creative class in the afternoon. And people that aren't very comfortable with painting or doing creative arts, they're going to go, oh, maybe I should try this since you're going. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of like a virtual like senior center. It's like people can drop in. Like they don't have to pre-register. They can uh -huh. just come, they can come and go wherever they want. And I host all of them. Like I don't, I don't facilitate all of them, obviously, but I'm always there and I let everybody in. I greet everybody, get everybody comfortable. And then the teacher comes out and does either the movement or the creative class and I do it along with them. So I'm always there. So I, I, I my painting is coming along as well. <laughs> like I said, it doesn't have to be successful. It's just enthusiastic. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a social aspect of it as well. Absolutely. Just getting they to be able to. Yeah, in a time where a lot of seniors are in isolation right now and not able to get out of the uh, their home. So that's great. Yeah, because that's actually my So my, my idea was I thought it was going to be more retirement homes that would be using uh -huh. my services. But it's really the people that are living and aging at home that are my biggest demographic. And I have senior centers that um, use my services for their, their members. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the city of Barrie just came on, for example. So their, their seniors are able to use my services because the city has bought my virtual offerings. Wow. So, that's, so you have all these people great. all over Ontario, mostly Ontario. There's some people in the States. There's a couple of people in Calgary. Like, it's just, it's all very scattered. But we all, and, you know, there's always a good chat at, after each class. And we have social time where we have just even tea. We had a tea and garden this this Monday and everybody was showing us their blooms, if they could, depending on how good their internet was. So they had showed some people just brought pictures of their, what was blooming in their gardens. So then we just have a tea and we have a chat about what's going on. And then every Friday we have a social where we do trivia and we have a musical guest and we always have a good chat after that too. 
So it's a good way to keep it, and, and all these people are getting to know each other through these different channels. Yeah, do you have a solid group that goes to everything? There's a few people that do that I see all the time, for sure. And, then, and when you don't see them, you start to worry about them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and so, and, and they're great. A lot of them will send me emails if they're, they're going to miss a class or whatever. And, that's, and they do, obviously don't have to because there's no, you know, they don't have to pre-register for anything. But it's, uh, yeah, we've become quite a, quite a close group for everybody, for sure. And then how has your company had to change the way it's doing things throughout COVID? I know that we touched a little bit on this, but if you could let me know a little bit more. Yeah. So as I said before, I was doing um, a kind of product based and I was selling at trade shows and conferences like the, the, the therapy recreation Ontario, for example, and the recreation of Ontario or the rec RPO. Yes. And different things like that. And I was doing hand, hand to hand, basically, and going to different homes and selling it to people that were there. And it was, you know, it wasn't the greatest business model to be fair. And when I was able to make that shift into virtual programming, I was able to actually realize what my original business idea was. Mm -hmm. And I, that's what makes me so, it's just amazing how I had kind of a map in my head, but I didn't know how to get there. And the pandemic kind of led me there because of, because of everything. And I don't think the seniors would have taken that leap if they didn't have to. Personally, I really think it would have been a longer struggle to get people to learn how to use Zoom if they didn't have to use it. Yeah, so, I completely agree. Yeah, it's just in this, by necessity, everybody kind of got on. And so even now that things are starting to open up a little bit, people say that they're, they're going to stick with it because they don't, they don't, it's not that they don't want to go back to their, their community centers and see their friends and stuff. They do, but they'll be, be more of a hybrid, I think. And I think this is also something in the winter and the colder months when people are less likely to leave their house is a good way to keep everybody connected. I agree. And it's a safe option as well. I mean, you were just mm -hmm. talking about going out in the winter it's less risk of falling. The programs are right at your disposal, right in front of you. It's great, great uh, business model that you have. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's uh, I, I enjoy it and I get so much uh, meaning from it and the seniors are always, they're so, uh, great to give me feedback and they're there and they say that you know this is helping them and they said this been like a balm to their souls being able to like just to connect and to do these creative things and even to keep moving so that makes me yeah. feel really good too so I feel like there's meaning behind all of this yeah and so beforehand for the creative programming that happens in the afternoons do you give them a list of supplies that they would need for those programs Yep. <clears throat> yep. Every Friday I send out a, a calendar and in that calendar has any materials that you might need for that activity coming forward. And most of it's stuff that you can keep around the house. I mean, the, the painting classes, you know, you need some more paint and canvas or paper and stuff. So those are a little bit more, yeah. Especially during the lockdown, a lot of people were using boxes and stuff because they, yeah. <laughs> you know, anything laying around, <laughs> yeah, like, paint, whatever we don't care. Yeah. Yeah. So. Can you tell me about a little bit of an interaction that you might have had with a senior that just sticks in your head, something that was uh, just really meaningful to you? Yeah, there's a there's been a few. I mean, this is kind of a this isn't an individual one, but there's there's a we have a dance class. We have two dance classes. One is called Gentle Moves, and the other one on Friday is called Mildly Spicy Moves. And you can do it seated or standing, and it's run by 
wonderful teacher in Aurelia called Miriam Goldberger. And she does, her company's called What Dance Can Do, and she's a dance therapist. Anyway, she's got this, we've figured out this great way of doing an improv dance where you spotlight each person in the Zoom who wants to be spotlighted. And it's almost like a follow your leader. So we're playing a song and each person does a different move every like 20 seconds or so. And then we switch the spotlight on Zoom. So it's the next person and everybody follows along with that person. So it's like you're, you're dancing all together. And I just love it because everybody smiles and they'll be so happy. And you can just see everybody you know, dancing together. There's a there's a mother and daughter duo that I've just signed up a couple of months ago, and every time I could I could see their faces. So when I spotlighted her mom, who was in, who lives in a different city, and she's in her late 80s, and she was like dancing, and her daughter was beaming. And then when I spotlighted oh. her, the daughter, the mother was just beaming. So I was just like, it just you know, I found it very touching. <laughs> Oh, that's so nice. And dance is the, a universal language. You don't even have to be speaking yeah. English or anything. You can um, you can speak any language and still be able to have fun dancing. So Absolutely. Yeah. And we have people that are, are mobility challenged. So they're usually mm -hmm. doing it out of air. And then there's people that stand and dance. And, you know, everybody's just loving it. Yeah. So it's really, My it's dance really moves good. are not very good, but I love to dance. Exactly. So. You're enthusiastic. So that's exactly. All <laughs> I wiggle. I'm a wiggler. <laughs> Whatever gets you going, for sure. Yeah, exactly. I can snap my fingers to the beat and exactly. I do okay. But mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'm always happy to give uh, anybody a free trial if they want to try it out to see if it's good for their residences. And like I said, we, we have, um, if you're a senior center or a retirement home, you can buy um, like just a blanket membership and then everybody under that roof can use it when, as, as much as they want. Plus the, the library of 400 plus different sessions we've already done. So all those things are open and I would love anybody to want to try it out. That would be, I would, I would gratefully accept your yeah. enthusiasm. <laughs> enthusiasm. Well, I'm just thinking, <laughs> I'm just thinking as programs are reopening up mm -hmm. within our retirement communities or long-term care facilities, um, they're more in-person programming, but the residents that are more introverted and enjoy spending time in their room, like I have some residents that um, won't come out of their room <laughs> except for yeah. meals, but they're happy doing yeah. that, but they yeah. really have started participating in virtual programming. So, yeah, yeah so that... Sorry, I, I have heard that too. And I think it's you're right. It's part of that introverted thing. And it's also the little buy in because I mean, they don't want to deal with the social interaction, but they still want to be connected. I mean, right. There's a lot of people that come into the virtual programming and I've never seen their faces because they just they keep their camera off. Mm -hmm. But they're there and I can see them there every time. And they're always there. So yeah, and I think it's a great way to keep people who might be shy or introverted connected. And because of the little buy in. I really think that's what it is. And they can take that, they can take that leap because it's not a big deal just mm -hmm. to try it out. And I always find it's the uh, seniors that don't have their camera on, don't say anything throughout the programs. They're the ones that send you an email after going, I, I enjoyed that program so much. It's so and true. Going, oh, that's good. I didn't talk to you exactly. at all, but yeah, I'm yeah. so happy that you yeah. participated in your room. Yeah, I have all these people that only watch the recordings and they oh. email me all the time. They say, oh, thanks for that. You know, really enjoyed the social from two weeks ago. And I just think it's interesting that they're watching socials on the recording. Yeah. 
and you know, but they just want to let me know that they're they're out there, they're still watching, they're participating, they're just doing it on their own terms, which I think is very important. Because I mean, you know, everybody like working with seniors, I I really dislike it when people treat seniors like they've already had interesting lives, like they're still mm-hmm. living, they still want to be engaged, they still want to explore and be creative, and so they're still, you know. I don't, it's just, it's not over. It's still going. It's just another part of their lives. Absolutely. And I feel like retirement living or, well, I say retirement living because that's my focus right now, um, Mm -hmm. is like they come to retirement living and we provide all of these options. So things that they haven't ever tried before or like lifelong learning programs or language classes or whatever, gardening, et cetera, et cetera, that they Mm -hmm. haven't ever tried. And just like you were saying, the little bit of buy-in, they try Mm -hmm. these new activities and programs, and then it totally opens a new door to them having a brand new interest at 80 years old. Exactly. And that's so exciting. (laughs) It really is. It is. exciting to see, and their faces light up, and they're so excited to share what they've created. We did a poetry class a couple of weeks ago and people have been sending me their poems because <laughs> we use a sin, sin cane form, which is kind of like a haiku, but it's a little bit different. But they've been sending, we did poems of hope because it was just, we were still in the, the recent lockdown. So people were sending me their poems about you know getting vaccinated and how they couldn't wait to see their families and things like that. But they were able to put it into this, this kind of strict poetic form. And uh, I just love it. I, I love getting those kind of things in my mailbox, just all their creations. Yeah. And sometimes family members will send you off a message or at least to me saying, mom would have never done bocce ball before. Like that was not her <laughs> thing, <laughs> you know? And, and they're, yeah. I'm saying, well, she's doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> she enjoys it apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Yeah. I have heard of a lot of people going into retirement living and, you know, and maybe they lived alone for a long time and they just got used to their habits. So mm-hmm. to find these new interests and they're not just sitting in front of a TV, they're actually actively connecting. Is It's just a beautiful thing. Yeah. So what type of programs do you have on this week? What have you been up yeah. to? So we had a tea and garden social on Monday. Yesterday we just did, we did a acrylic garden. So it was a lavender plants, which is really a lot of fun. And then today we have Joy of Movement, and that's at 10.30. And that's, we, uh, Devin is a, he's a instructor at, actually in Ottawa. And he comes in and he does a whole mix of different disciplines, like Tai Chi and yoga and calisthenics. And then he mixes it all up and tries to make it as fun as possible. He takes us on the, you know, imagination trip. So we're pretending we're going to the park or the the uh, beach. And then so we're walking Love along that. and he'll, he'll just kind of make you visualize that you're, walking in the sand or you're swimming in the water or you're ducking under branches so it's a lot of fun and he, he's got a great sense of humor so he always uh, we're always chuckling along while we're doing while we're moving so just a good way to trick you into having fun while you're, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's every Thursday morning and then this afternoon we're doing another art class and it's profile watercolors and it's a two-part series that uh, uh, our local artist in residence has been teaching us. And we learned how to draw profiles a couple of weeks ago. Now we're gonna add watercolors to it. So that's this afternoon. And then Friday we have Mildly Spicy Moves, which is with, uh, with Miriam Goldberger, as I mentioned before. And she takes us, it's kind of like a Latin inspired dance party. And we do Mongo. I love the name of that. Yeah, it's lots of fun. 
<laughs> mildly <laughs> spicy moves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not too exciting. Mildly. Yes, exactly. And <laughs> those things are seated or standing. So people are come and do both and they just really enjoy it. Like she always has really great taste in music. So everybody like really enjoys doing those things. That's great. And yeah. how can our listeners learn more about Art Your Service? Well, they can come to my website at www.artyourservice.org. And you will see everything there. And you can also email me if you want to chat about it. I'm at jen at artyourservice.org. And yeah, I'm happy to answer any questions anybody might have. That's great. Well, it sounds like such an amazing business that you have. Um, I'm so happy that you let me learn all about this Art Your Service. Um, I will definitely be hopping on there and joining in on some of your classes. So awesome. Well, thank you, Karina, for giving me this opportunity to share with you. It's been great. Yeah. All right. Well, have a wonderful day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. There we have it for today. Thank you all so much for joining me. I'm so thrilled to have you here. As always, I'm just a recreation therapist looking to help other recreation therapists out, giving you the tools, the resources, and all of the fun that's available in the world. I hope you have a fabulous day. Check me out next time.